This interview is brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. You can check out the full episode at LickinOnLending.com. I'm excited to have joining us today on the Hot Topic segment, Krista Mayshore. Krista is a realtor, an author, a trainer, a coach, a mom, well, I should say a wife, a mom, and many wonderful things. And she's a highly successful business person in Northern California. She sold 69 houses in her first year as a realtor and has sold over 100 plus houses every year since. She has an innovative approach and uh, that flies in the face of conventional marketing. And that's why we invited her to come on today in the Hot Topics segment. We're going to be talking about how she is using social media, get some tips from her, special hot topic. Part of it for me is the video. I'm a big part of video, using video, and how to become an expert in the space. So let's get started with some questions. Krista, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Hi, Dave. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. By the way, I want to give you a big promote on your book. You uh, sent to me at Sell 100 Plus Houses a Year. Krista Mayshore, it's a great picture of you on the cover. And I love the acknowledgments because you start off by saying, first and foremost, I would like to thank my husband, Steve, and my three children, Jalen, Kaylee, and Casey, for standing by you. I love when a successful person out there acknowledges the family. And I, I just give you kudos. There's a lot of great information in your book. Hey, loan officers, I would recommend this make a great gift a New Year's gift to you hand out at, to the realtors that you're working with. There's a lot of great tips in here. And then, of course, send them a link to this podcast with Krista. So we're looking for Christy. Excuse me. Yeah, Krista. Sorry. My, we called our daughter Christy for a while. So I may slip over into that. Having an emotional moment there with my daughter being married off. And, but uh, anyway, so exciting. Those days will happen for you too, Krista. So Let's talk about the first rule of social media marketing for attracting attention. You have obviously done an amazing job of that. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, just do it and do it often. Many people just, you just need to start. Many people are afraid of utilizing video and social media, so they shy away from it. But for real estate agents and lenders and any type of local professional, it's probably the absolute best thing that you can do to start attracting business and stop chasing it. Yeah, that's good. Tracking in, and I love the fact that you talk about video as much as you do. So many people give pushback on that because they go, I look terrible, or I don't feel that I'm as, I mean, you cover of your face, you're very attractive, and you have a great presence about you, and you, and when you do meet you, just, I mean, you do well on it. People are like, oh, of course, Krista does well. Take a look at her picture. I mean, you understand why she do want to do a lot of video. Look at me. Well, folks, we've been looking at you all along. Everyone has that's doing business with you. We're used to you. Why aren't you? So how do people overcome that, Krista? It just takes practice, and it's exactly like you said, no one likes doing video, right? They all don't like the way they sound and the way they look. And they, they feel, you know, self-conscious. And what I tell them is that's how you look and that's how you sound. So you've been looking at yourself for your entire life. <laughs> it's a matter of, yeah. of getting used to it. And when you utilize video and social media in conjunction with each other, it's just so, so powerful because what it does is it actually starts to break down barriers between you and your audience it lets them get to know you, to like you, and to trust you. And it also quickly establishes you as the authority figure. You, know, you might be an expert. For example, you're an expert, Dave, and you're doing podcasts. And so people now know that you're actually an expert and you're becoming the authority. The quickest way to get business is to be seen as an authority figure. No one knows you're an expert until they actually start to you know, see you. I always say, be heard, be seen, be known, right? So the more that yeah. you're seen, the more you're heard, the more you're known, the more business you're going to do. 
Well, and we should give your podcast a shout out. You have a podcast called Fired Up. You had me on as a guest. I was real honored. And that's why I was so excited to have you on here because I believe in podcasts, I believe in what it can do. But give us a little insights. If someone were to tune in and listen to your podcast, what, what are you doing with what's your motive and so your message? It's called Fired Up with Krista Mayshore. And um, we actually, my client avatar are, is real estate agents and lenders. In fact, the book Sell 100 Homes um, a Year is absolutely geared towards lenders as well because it's the exact same strategy. So they probably would get great insight and benefit from utilizing it. And the podcast, we interview industry experts um, in the real estate industry and also a lot in the marketing industry. So uh, much of what I teach, much of what I do is, is you know, taking old school tactics. Like we don't teach things like doing door knocking and open houses and cold calling. I'm not saying that those things don't work. I just think there's a much more efficient, effective way to reach the masses. And so we talk about those types of strategies on the podcast and also in the book. Yeah, page 40, you talk about staying in touch. That's one where most people fail. You've got a customer, you're working with a customer, and we just don't do it. And mortgage lenders are terrible at it, generally speaking. Talk about some of the tools that you recommend influencers use to be effective in marketing. What tools do you find most effective? The number one tool is video and social media. So what I tell everyone is pick ah. a platform. My platform that I utilize, I utilize YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. And, um, but many people do it incorrectly. So what most people will do is they'll post on their business page and they'll post on their personal page, but let's just take it. Facebook, for example, Facebook, only about 3% of people are actually seeing you when you post on your Facebook page because Facebook wants your money. They're a business, right? So you have to actually pay them to market and to reach, to reach your community. So we've, and this, it's really crazy utilizing this strategy. We've seen our students go from one, one of my students just gave me her number. She was starting, she was selling 130 homes a year, which is a lot, right? This yeah. year she closed out at 286, which is just 20 months after utilizing this strategy. And we've got wow. so many stories like that because people are reminded when they see you all the time that you are, that you're, that you're in real estate, that you're a lender and you can target people and then you can, retarget people. So for example, if somebody watches a video on interest rates and they watch the whole thing, you can tell them which they watch. You then can send them, you can target those same people and send them a similar video on interest rates or how to improve, you know, your credit score or how to, you know, how to shop for the best interest rate. And so when people continue to to look at this stuff, you know that they are thinking about interest rates, right? Probably thinking about buying or selling or refinancing. And it's just, it's just, it shows you as the expert and it can work for anybody that's brand new in the business. You don't have to have ever sold a house before or ever done a loan before, but if you can give information and give value and just serve um, your community by giving as much information about relevant topics in the community and about what's happening in the real estate industry and just, you know, tips and tricks and hacks before you know it, you start to become the authority figure and they're seeing you as doing business. That is good. Andy Shell, you're getting your next PhD, crack me up, uh, overachiever that you are, on communications. So let's let you slip in with a few questions with Krista. Well, hi, Krista. Thanks for being on the show. It's always fascinating to it's always fascinating to hear how we communicate, different ways in which we communicate, gestures, eye movement, fingers, hands, arms, eyebrows. And so there's all this interaction that 
if you're with Dave, he's he's very expressive, and you can see it. So when you take away that interpersonal connection, or even you take away the the phone interaction where there's feedback, so you're doing a one-way delivery of content with voice and and sight. What are some of the keys that you look for to to hook and then retain? So you can deliver the content in a meaningful and memorable way so that drives an action at the end. Great question. That's a great, great question. Absolutely great question. So first of all, when you're starting a video, you don't just want to say, hi, I'm Krista with Homes by Krista or Krista Makes Your Coaching because you've already lost people. You only have six seconds to gain someone's attention. So you want to do a hook that's going to bring them towards pleasure and away from pain. That's the first thing. So it's basically (laughs) saying something that's going (laughs) to get them interested, right? Make them want to continue watching. So I always start mine off with something like, wow, it's, you know, tax time is coming up and there's, there's three essential things you need to to save you thousands of dollars um, on your, on your taxes, let's just say. And then once you've done that, you've caught their attention. Then what you want to do is you want to, you want to align with their feelings and say something like, man, I know it can be really, really stressful uh, you know, during tax time, I understand. I've been I've been an accountant for you know X number of years, and I've I've worked with thousands of people. So you're aligning with their feelings, but then you're also giving them a reason to want to continue to listen to you as the authority figure by saying, "Hey, I've sold, I've been doing this for this many years, and I've done thousands of taxes." So now the listener is is saying, "Hey, this person's somebody I want to actually take the advice from because they are the authority figure." And then you give a few tips and tricks, and then you ask them, you know, for a call to action. But one thing that's so important in, in when you're doing this type of stuff is that you don't just always say, look at me, I'm so great, and you don't, you don't want to do that. You want to just give valuable information on your subject matter that's going to educate people and help them. And that the, as often that you can do that, the, the better. And it doesn't have to always just be on your subject matter. It can be about, you know, life hacks or family tricks just so they can kind of get to see you in a different light as well. Wow, great answer. Good job. Yeah, yeah great. <laughs> Some excellent tips there. Excellent. You know, we were talking about technology. It's appropriate to get Alan in here. Joe, I'll be coming to you after this. Uh, on, on technology, Alan, any questions for Krista? Uh, thank you for being on the podcast. Great to talk to you and, uh, and, and have you and our listeners uh, all collaborate together. So, Thank you, Alan. You, you too. Know, yeah, th- there's so much talk about – Earlier last year, we were, David, remember we were talking about chatbots and AI yeah, uh, and, and all the different tools and platforms that are out there. I mean, I think all those things are great, but I think it's a science that is different for everybody, right? There's a baseline, but it, you can't just install it and go. So based on your experience, what would you share with our listeners about leveraging some of those different technologies and maybe which, what should you start with and what's your baseline before you start trying to get fancy? Uh, and doing more than what you probably need to do. Well, everybody needs a good CRM, right? A customer relationship management system. So one of the biggest mistakes I made in my career is I didn't have one for probably about the first 10 or 12 years of being in the business. And so get a mm-hmm. really good CRM and use it. <laughs> I, can't, I Just recently, somebody asked me for a referral on, uh, from, from, from a, a person that does blinds. Well, I just moved into a new house about a year and a half ago, and I could not remember the name of the person that did my blinds, and I loved them. They were great, right? They did a great job, Mm -hmm. but because they weren't keeping in touch with me and they weren't top of mind awareness, I didn't remember who they were or their contact information, so I couldn't give it away. 
And how many times have all of us done the same thing? We thought that we did a great job with someone. We knew our clients loved us. And then they didn't refinance with us or they didn't buy with us because we were not top of mind awareness. So getting a good CRM, making sure you utilize it. And I'll go again back to utilizing social media because that's where people are. So, you know, you want them to continue to see you, to be reminded that you're in the industry. And your referrals will just start skyrocketing because people that, you know, for, forgot that you were doing it are reminded when people ask and you're constantly showing up where they're at and people are on social media. The average person spends 51 minutes a day on Facebook. They visit it 17 times. There's 2.23 billion people on Facebook and that's just Facebook, right? So we have to be showing up where people are looking. So CRM, social media. <laughs> I agree. Good. Great. Yeah, is there one CRM that you recommend or that – which ones do you find that are people are using that are most effective? Or maybe it doesn't matter. There's just some rules on using a CRM. How would you answer that? I use something called um, Realvolve and Firepoint. We're actually going from um, Realvolve to Firepoint because it's just a little bit easier to use. But the best CRM is just one that you're actually going to use. And that's what I'll tell that's you. That's so good. Find one. That's so good. Just, just, just one you're going to use. And that's kind of the biggest problem people have is they don't, they don't use, use it, right? Or they're intimidated by it. But I just read this article and it was saying that, you know, they say it takes 10,000 hours to be an expert. But just to learn something, they say it takes about 20 hours. So if you commit to doing something for 20 hours, spend anywhere from yeah. 30 to 45 minutes a day, they say that you'll be good enough to be able to really understand it. And you have to understand that in the beginning – of anything, right? Beginning using social media, the beginning of using video, the beginning of using a CRM, it's difficult. But after 20 hours, you know, it gets it gets easier and easier and easier. So if you just know in the beginning, the first five, six hours are going to be hard, take longer, you're going to be frustrated, but you know you've committed to 20 hours. By the end, you know, number one, you're going to stick around to that learning right. that new skill, and then it gets easier and easier. Yeah, so true. Joe, I'm going to come to you in just a minute, but I want to first ask about turning loyal customers into brand advocates. This is something you advocate in your book, something you do and help coach people to do. What are some tips for turning loyal past customers into brand advocates? Again, keeping top of mind awareness. Have customer appreciation parties. I, you know, I think it's, I believe it's seven times more expensive to gain a new customer than it is to work with an old one or to keep an old one, right? To get them coming mm-hmm. back to you. So yeah. treat your clients nice. Send them, you know, I send for every anniversary of the home, I send um, a CMA, I hand deliver it to their house. For every birthday, I send them a card with a, with a um, lottery ticket in it. I have uh, a casino party every year where I give my past clients um, prizes and we play casino night and I make tons of food and, we you know, it's catered. We just, you just got to treat them nice on uh, Thanksgiving, we do a pie night where we give everybody a pie the Tuesday before Thanksgiving and, you know, have great appetizers at, at a wine wine bar. And it, you know, it doesn't cost that much. It's like doing something like that. It, it costs much more not to do it than it does too, right? Yeah, because so true. Inevitably, you, yeah, you pick up clients and they remember you and they feel appreciated and they refer you more. You know, you want, you want people referring you re- and reselling with you, right? Refer, yep. resell, repeat. <laughs> yep. I like that. I like that. Joe? Well, Krista, as you are aware, you're the subject of the marketing efforts of a lot of people listening to the show right now, you and realtors. And so I'm curious, what would would you say is an effective or the more effective way for loan originators to 
reach out to and to be successful in, in getting referrals from realtors. So this is something that I, I think that we teach. I've got students who are lenders as well, okay? And we teach them this exact same strategy. So what happens is, is when, when lenders start educating their clients and they're getting out there and people are seeing them, realtors start going to them. Lenders need to stop thinking as realtors as their own as their only lead source. They need to become their own lead source. They become their own lead source by staying top of mind awareness and positioning themselves as the authority figure in their space, as the expert. The only way you can position yourself as the authority figure to the masses is to be showing up online, to be marketing on social media, to be developing a relationship with realtors via via video. There's a um a study that was done, it's called a parasocial relationship. And basically what this means is, is that when people are young, they watch TV, right? When we were young, we were, we were watching TV. And we were programmed to learn that the person on the other side of that television, that they're someone of importance. They're, so, they're sort of like a celebrity type. Well, it's exactly what happens when you do video on a consistent basis, and it's very important to hear the word consistent. When you consistently are utilizing video and you're properly distributing it, again, that's huge, making sure it's actually being distributed so people can see it. It is amazing that wherever you go, people start to feel as though they know you, they talk to you, they're, you know, it's incredible how powerful it works. And, you know, I, I do this nationally now, right? So doing it nationally is so much harder than doing it locally. But when you do it local, you're on a hyper-local basis, you can't go anywhere without people saying, hey, Krista, how's the market? What, where are interest rates doing? Is now a good time to buy or sell? And people want to know the answers to this question. So what I ask every single agent and lender, what's the first question that people ask you at a party when they know you're in the business? The first question we get asked is, how's the market? Well, it's our job to start telling people right? And not being afraid of how we look or how we sound because we're human. That's just how we sound and how we look. But the amount of opportunities that are being missed from lenders, right, attracting agents because they see them doing something different, they want to be a part of it, is, is, is unbelievable. So if a lender could properly learn how to utilize video, utilize social media, and start interviewing local agents, start interviewing local, um, you know, different local activities, local restaurants, things to do. They then become their own lead generating machine because they are showing up again as the expert authority. So good. And same, same thing. That's an excellent great answer. Yeah. 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 So true. The regularity, Joe. I mean, when you were pumping out the newsletters as you did all the time, I mean, you were, you were so well known because of all the regularity putting that out. But then let's talk about creating valuable content. You talk about how important it is to educate and entice mm-hmm. your audience. How do you do that? What are the most effective ways? You just, you know, you, you let them know what's happening in their community. And one of the biggest mistakes people make is they just do real estate or just do loans. No, you want to become the mayor of your town. Anything real estate or community related, anything loan related, you want to be the one t- talking about it. If there's a new subdivision coming, right? A, a lender can talk about right. that just as easily as, a, as, a, as a, an agent can you know, new restaurants that are coming. Interview local restaurants. It's, it helps the community. Then the restaurant is happy and they start referring you business and they want to help you out and you become known everywhere. It's just, I have to tell you, I've created two businesses that are um, seven-figure businesses and both of them, this is the exact strategy that I have utilized. And one, the coaching company is only, you know, two years old and we've already, you know, hit seven figures and this is the exact strategy that I've used to do it. Well, and it works for yeah. any agent, whether it's a 
big city, small city. It works for, you know, everyone always says, oh, my, my area is so, you know, there's so many agents, there's so many lenders. Well, that's, the, that's that same way everywhere, right? So you have to do something yeah. that makes you stand out and be different. So good. How do you increase visibility? That's one of the biggest challenges most people have. And in doing so, it'll improve their chances for driving sales from social media. But how do you increase the visibility? Is it just posting like crazy? Or is there tricks in and tips that you have in your training, your coaching? We're talking about that in just a minute and how you do that. So most people will just post on their business page or on their, on their personal page. Right. You have to actually go through the ads manager account and you have to pay for ads. And then you, you start targeting certain behaviors. So, for example, you can tell Facebook that I want to, um, maybe if you know it's in a retirement community, there's something called a special ads category now. So ever since that happened, which has been a few months, it's changed the way that the Facebook algorithm works. So there's ways to kind of overcome that. And one of those ways is to think about what type of property you're selling or what type of client you're looking for. Maybe you're looking for somebody who wants to refinance and start thinking, okay, what stage of life are they in and what type of interest would they have? And you can start targeting interests on Facebook. But when you go into the back end of, of let's just say, I'm, I'm, I keep using Facebook for an example because I yeah. don't have time to talk about all the different platforms. But you, you can, you know, literally target an entire zip code, an, an entire with a 15 mile radius you can target and you can choose different objectives. One objective is, is video views. That means Facebook algorithm is going to be purposely putting your video in front of people who like to watch videos. Another objective is called reach. Reach is where you just say, Facebook, put me in front of everyone so everyone can see me. If you're just posting on your, on your page and your business page, no one is seeing you. The only people that are seeing you are the people that most commonly interact with you. What we want to do right. is we want everyone else to see us. So that's why you have to actually utilize the ads manager account then you can also retarget people who are engaging so you're making sure you're giving them specific content that they like so for example you know i'm i'm going through my uh, mid not midlife crisis but uh, menopause okay so i'm if i see things, something about night flashes or hot flashes i'm interested but i'm not interested in hey if you're a male um 25 year old you want to get bigger muscles you know read this article. The more that we can put content in front of people that they actually, that speaks to them, it speaks their language, it says, hey, that's me, the more they're going to want to engage in it. So when you properly utilize Facebook and social media with video and get the right information out to the right people, the more likely you're going to be able to convert, right? And which is really, really important. And you can do that by retargeting. We've talked about Facebook, but as we wrap this interview up, what I want to talk about just a little bit, the power of Pinterest. We just had a wedding. My daughter planned that all. I think every tip she ever got for anything and everything that was going on, and there were so many little cool little things that she did that the guests thought were so thoughtful and was on Pinterest. But what's interesting, since the announcement she's getting married, she's graduated, they see she has a job, guess who's starting to contact her? Future people that (laughs) want to work with her and sell her a home, sure, and her husband a home. What is, is... is there any quick tips or tricks you could give us on that? And then I want to talk about how people could reach you to get signed up for your coaching. <laughs> yeah, Pinterest is great. I and mean, one of the things that we, we tell people to go to Pinterest on is just to kind of, you know, get like color palettes and you can kind of see, you know, for, to help you with your branding. Pinterest is, is amazing. It's not my main platform. I utilize YouTube a lot more and also yeah. Instagram. Uh, YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world right next to Google. Right. So right. people go to go to YouTube to, to do what? To compare and contrast. They go to YouTube to learn how to do something. And so, you know, 
pick one platform and just use it, use it, but make sure that you're utilizing it correctly. And correctly. Your, yeah. your business so will good. just go crazy. Well, you help people do it correctly. So let's talk about your coaching business just for a moment and how people can connect with you. And if they were to sign up, what would, what, what does your coaching program look like? Is it a, on a, do you sign up for a period of time? How does it, how do you do your coaching? Yeah, so we have um, a six-month program, a nine-month program, and a 12-month program. Um, the most common program is the nine-month one, but typically when people sign up for that, they usually want to increase to the to the 12-month one. We have um, coaching calls directly with me in a group setting two times per week, again, depending on which level that you're in. And they also have uh, five days a week where they can jump on with one of my support staff so my support staff can walk them through any issues or problems that they're having in case they get stuck. There's an online portal that brings them through all of the training. So we, ha- we teach them not only how to do video, but how to feel comfortable on video, how, to, you know, how, to, how they should talk, what they should say, what they shouldn't say, how to, what, what, what's a hook, and how do you get people to want to watch, right? And then we teach them how to properly utilize social media channels you know, to actually get the video seen. And let me just say one thing really quickly. It's really, really important. People say that they don't have time to do video, and I want to explain how you don't not have the time to do it. From one video, I... You create one video, then you send it to rev.com to get it transcribed. Then you take that long-form transcription, and you put that long-form transcription on your website, that website, right, then on your blog yes. and on your website. Yeah. Then it gets you search engine optimization through Google. You take that video. You put that video on your website. You put that video, um, run an ad through it on Facebook. You run an ad through it on Instagram. You put that video and put it on YouTube as well. I mean, just from one video, you can get seven pieces of content. So now you're showing up everywhere and you're dominating social media. You're dominating the online presence. If you put my name in, Krista Mayshore, you're going to see hundreds of videos that come up. And so many of our students within three, two to three months are showing up on the first page of Google in their, you know, right under Realtor.com and, and Redfin, right? And um, so excellent. And Zillow, because they are utilizing video, and video is ranked higher for search engine optimization than anything else. So the more videos that you create and you start properly doing something that we call video repurposing, and then now you're dominating online. So you're being seen on Google, you're being seen on Facebook, you're being seen on YouTube, and you just keep on being seen so people are constantly reminded of you. And then they're calling you when yep. they need help to buy a, buy a house or to get a loan. That's outstanding. How can people reach you, Krista? I'm sure they're going to want to. And also, we'll put a link, listeners, to her book, Sell 100 Plus Homes a Year, How to Use Engagement, Marketing, Technology, and Lead Generation to Sell That Many Homes a Year and Every Year. I love the book. I found it's, I've gone through it now twice. I'm highlighting it more and more, some tips I've picked up on it. But how can people reach you? Yeah, you can go to KristaMayshore.com, K-R-I-S-T-A, M-A-S-H-O-R-E.com. I also have a challenge called Three Clients in 30. So three clients, I-N-3-0.com. And they can do a 15-day challenge with me where we teach them how to utilize video um, and also some other tips on how to generate more business. Our average client picks up two clients um, in that 15-day challenge. We've had some pick up six, and that's, that's not an exaggeration. Wow. Um, and it works great for lenders. If you're a lender, I highly, highly recommend reading the book because we, we, the strategies are exactly the same. And uh, I think you get great value out of it. And I really want to thank you both for having me on here, Dave. It was great. I really appreciate it. You guys are awesome. 
You guys are awesome. I appreciate the content in your book. Appreciate the energy in which you communicate and most important, what you're doing to help people be successful. Krista, wishing you the very best in the new year. Looking forward to having you back. Uh, thanks, Dave. Thanks, everyone. I appreciate it. Have a great day. And uh, remember, learning is great, but if you don't implement, nothing ever happens. So you got to implement. Got to implement. Isn't that the truth? So much fun to have you here. Folks, we've had Krista Mayshore on as our special guest during the Hot Topic. Folks, we're going to have Mike Fratantoni. Hopefully, we're working on, hopefully, Mike's listening to this. You go, I am the guest next week. Mike, want to talk about interest rates? We're going to be talking also with Les Parker about interest rates next year. We've got a number of people who are lining up in the new year. Be sure to check out our sponsors, Black Knight, Open Mortgage, Finastra, MBA, Lenders One, Mortgage Collaborative, CMLA, Velma Marketing Platform, as well as Knowledge Coop, the training platform, as well as Vidyard, VendorSurf, and AI Assist. Thank you so much, listeners, for being here. Have a great week. And again, Happy New Year, Happy New Decade. You've been listening to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lickin' of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week, and thanks for listening.